show coming out to everybody over there on Castbox. I'd like to apologize. I uh, had a little work trip I had to go to, and number thirty six and thirty four for whatever reason did get put up on Castbox. So we we got it. We got a Castbox crew, and they reached out and said we want episode thirty six. And a friend of the program, Ben Seavey's one of them. He said, "Hey, thirty four is not here either. You got are you still posting over here? We, we better get with it." So I, I got them up. They're there. Do we want to, you know, unreveal the curtain and kind of maybe let people know why? Let me know why. Because you were in Florida. Well, last I said that last week. Well, I know, but you're the engineer team must have not gotten the note. So this has been 16 days since we were together to do a podcast. That's been the longest time since we started. We're reunited, and it feels so good. I've been having my withdrawals. Just like I knew it would. Yeah, my... Uh, my lovely wife actually helped out, posted the one. I had it pretty much ready. She just pushed the button. Oh, we couldn't even wait. I told us having withdrawals. It was but, for my diet dude, not you. But uh, <laughs> but we're up on the cast box now. We're current on the YouTube, and we're obviously current on uh, all the other platforms where you're hearing this. So anyone new to the program? Like I said, this is a... Well, okay, here you go. So... Friend Ben see me again. That's where I was rolling. He's took our advice. You know how I said, uh, "Hey, go to some random person's put put our podcast on there uh, yeah. and send us a picture." Yeah. So he sent me a picture of him putting our podcast on his dad's uh, cellular device. Hey. So shout out. I said I'd give shout outs. Go ahead and if somebody's interested in this kind of stuff or not, grab their phone, download our our program, and tell them to give it a listen. Yeah, I was just going to say that's what we're a uh, podcast about. Ooh. That's a yeah. red do. That's a red, code red. We're a podcast about um, selling items on eBay, uh, giving tax advice, which we're going to give some here real quick. Uh, we got several people asking questions on uh, one of the forums, so we'll make sure we hit that. But it's in a, a fun, playful way. Um, and I just want to, I, I posted this on our, on our uh, social media, but I do want to let know it does get a little heated in this room sometimes, but it's all in good jest. I mean, me and Frumpy have never actually went fisticuffs. I'm just surprised that you're here today. What? I was here waiting for you. I know. I was shocked because I, I know I told you, but I think you've forgotten. Unless I know where you're going after the podcast. Oh, yeah. Well, we got to drive out to the desert. Yeah, they were just broadcasting live down there. I mean, you don't want to be the first one at the party. That's That's true. It was kind of light, but there were several people there, but... Uh, Derek's headed down to Rachel, Nevada to go storm the hey, north. Hey, the party's been moved to, to uh, Las Vegas. Where are you at? I, 
I don't follow your storm in the Norman. Well, you don't follow, you initiate and bring it up in conversation week after week after week. I just say, and I saw it in the socials, and, and if you don't know, Derek's going to and, free the aliens. And you, and you read the Crumpy Valley News Times. You were on the front page, man. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm all over. I'm kind of a big deal. Gary V follows me if you haven't listened to the last podcast. You got the big part right. Big deal. Yeah. Yeah. You are a big deal. I'm just glad you, you follow me. I'm just being glad to ride your coattails. There, there you go. That's that's a good way to start off a podcast. That's now. right. Now everyone can just relax a little bit. So, uh, before we get into your uh, Florida trip, your your things, want to get off on a good note. <laughs> okay, let's hear it. <laughs> Been having several requests on the uh, forums asking about tax advice. Um. If you are selling online, you have to realize it becomes a taxable transaction. And that's not a bad thing. No, it's not. It's not a scary thing. I think people get in their heads like, it's going to be too hard and complicated and I'm going to end up in prison. No, you, you, it's not that difficult. The thing you have to realize is as you set up your online accounts, and especially we'll get into this because you're probably a little more familiar as eBay switches over from PayPal to their own system. They're probably going to be doing some updates. Anytime you release your information to set up a bank account or if they have a request for your social security number, there's a reason for that. It's because the IRS wants to know what kind of money you are making. And, and you know, when we're out in Wendover and you hit those big slot machines and they ask you, here you go, Mr. Everett, what's your social security number? I, the first time that happened to me, I was a little, I was a little nervous. They brought me over a... Uh, just one of those, you know, post-it notes. And the gal's <laughs> like, I need your social security number. And I'm like, well, I need the money that this machine says you owe me. <laughs> and she said, well, well, we'll do an exchange. So that's the first thing is if you're you're getting into the online world of, of selling, yes, you need to keep track because you will have to report the dollar amounts that you sell. But here's the best part is as a lot of you are, are getting new into this, it's... it's uh, Learning experiences, the majority of it, there is not going to be a large taxable consequence. Does that make sense? I mean, yeah, it's it's better than a yard sale. Yeah, and it's just um, get a good accountant. I recommend Adam, but you know, there's plenty out there. There's thousands out there, and just let them know what you're doing. Yeah, and yeah, you get tax write-offs. You're driving around. You're buying things. You're buying food. It actually is a benefit to a lot of us smaller sellers. Yeah. Um, you know, we make up for uh, a, lot of, a lot of the things that we just pay out of pocket. You can actually uh, deduct. Yeah, and, and like it says, in a lot of situations, you're funding a hobby. And that's the thing. That, that's the key crucial thing is you can't go into this because a lot of people are like, oh, I'm going to lose money, so I save money on taxes. No, no. You can't come into this thinking, I'm going to show a $15,000 loss because I'm buying all of these things and it's going to help me in the long run. Nah. No, I, I, have, I have people to do it. Because if you think about it logically, that's the way I tell everything is logically would the IRS say that's okay? Logically would the IRS say, hey, Mr. Everett, you know, you brought in $25,000, but you spent $20,000 on travel and then you spent uh, $15,000 on training. How did you lose that much money, and now you expect to pay less in taxes? Well, it's just you go with the fishy, right? Does it look fishy, or you send out the wrong signals? Yeah. The IRS is looking for definite things, cues, 
And I mean, yeah, if you spend a few hundred bucks here, you're eating out as you go, you have your receipts and everything, it's going to be easy peasy. But yeah, if you're going to uh, Rachel, Nevada, because you're going <laughs> to rate Area 51 and you're racking up a $20,000 bill, and at the end of the year you made 19000 that just doesn't even out. Your bond is not deductible, so, so you know they're D-Roy. Um, <laughs> but Wilson is still going to pick me up, right? That, uh, well, yeah, okay. Wilson's going to pick you up. Uh, but send somebody. I want you in person. I'll send my Uber driver. Speaking of which, I, I went to town and left, but we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. But what I'm trying to say is, yes, and in, and in a lot of situations, you may not make money. You may lose some money, but you have to understand you can't go into the mindset of, I'm going to save on taxes by losing money. The IRS has a limitation. If you bring in you know, five, ten, fifteen thousand dollars, and you have that much of expenses. That's really all you can do is take it to a, a zero. Okay. Yeah. So the big thing is keep track of everything. That's the whole concept is keep track of everything that you're doing. And what I really mean is, if you're going to start this, start right the first time. Get a bank account that's just this. Yeah, I have the card. Everything on the card goes to that, so I know it's that, and I track cash. I mean, you kind of keep it simple. And, and you might lose it first, but there's a learning curve. Yeah, there's a great learning curve. But really, if you're buying things for, you know, thrift store prices, yard sale prices, and you're selling them, you're not, you're, you're going to make money. It might not be millions and millions of dollars, but you'll make, you'll make a good sum. I mean, that's what we're the get rich slow scheme, right? And we talked about it there. The barrier to entry, the cost to get into this is, is minimal, like next to nothing. I mean, there is a little bit of a learning curve. You've yeah. been in there, I've been in there, you switch uh, gears to what you're selling. And yeah, you have to spend a little money and figure it out. Uh, but most of us, you know, can catch on to that pretty fast. Or you say, "Hey, this isn't for me," and you you don't get in too bad. Yeah, it's the people that go to. It's usually the storage war type people or whatever, and they go spend thousands of dollars. They get the storage units and don't pull that stuff out. That. Yeah. yeah, you gotta figure out if that world's for you or not. And it's not for me. No, I mean it might be for some other people. Mike Painter. Mike Painter, apparently. He's crushing it still. I don't know what that guy... In fact, I still got, it. I still got his mug over. He doesn't even need it. I, That's he's, I mean, it's going to sell someday. He's going to send you the label and say, mail that for me. Um, so there you go. There's our, our quick little tax tidbit. I know that... Here's the thing. Taxes are not a fun subject, but you can't bury your head in the sand. Like It's not like it's going to go yeah, away. Yeah, you can't pretend they're not going to happen. And we are getting towards the end of the year. It's time yeah. to start getting your ducks in a row. Uh, fourth quarter is always busy with selling things, and so at the end of that time, you don't want to think, "Oh crap! Now I got to figure out taxes." Yeah, because it's it's going to be hitting here. I'm sure we're going to be talking about it. Um, but yeah, it's a busy season. Yeah, and it's like that that rash the briefcase had. You can't just ignore it. No, his doctor said if he went in and got it dressed in the first place, he wouldn't have been where he was at in the afternoon. And that's the way taxes are. You cannot ignore it. You you got to get to that 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 ointment. You gotta figure it out. <laughs> you gotta get that prescription grade ointment. That's right. Clear it right up. That's right. So. It's uh, well, yeah. I mean, it it is. It's it's you know, the IRS is kind of like a, a rash, and the more you ignore it, the the, the bigger the problem gets. gets. Just take care of it when, right when it comes up. And you think you're gonna just scratch it a lot? You irritate it. I put a little oatmeal on it. It'll go away. Some apple cider vinegar, you know. <laughs> Oh, that's probably what he does. That's right. So. Yeah, we'll work for that. There's your tax time. Tax time. And and like you said, you're a QuickBooks guy. Yeah. I'm using the GoDaddy bookkeeping. I know there's several other millions of ways. Yeah. People do spreadsheets. Yep. Just track your stuff, whatever yep. works for you. And like I said, when you get to that point when you're making 
some bigger dollars. And when I say bigger dollars, like your net income after all your expenses gets into that thirty-five, forty thousand dollars that's when you really need to look at the structure of your company and potentially becoming an S corporation so you can save money in taxes. Well, that time you're, you're more liable, right? You yeah. Got, you got more uh, IRS yep. people, people probably looking at that time and people that you're selling to potentially saying that rash is getting bigger. Uh, that's getting bigger. Hey, here's something for you. I know we're going to dive into it. I found a drink in Florida, a Mountain Dew um, ice. You're familiar with Mountain Dew Ice? I've heard of her. They had the cherry ice there. Whoa. Never saw it before in my life, so I had to buy one. You want to go with unique food items? Yeah. Honey Nut Frosted Flakes. Honey Nut Frosted Flakes. I'm hooked. Wow. I I saw them, I liked them, and I just had two bowls. Can't argue that. I can see why people get that, like, hook... Like, they like that thing, and when they can't find it, they'll go to eBay. That's the problem. Those go away, you're hooked on them, and then you have to pay 20 bucks a box from a guy like me. Yeah, because before I got hooked on uh, Reese's Puff uh, Corn Pops. You are a cereal connoisseur. No, I'm not, though. That's the thing. I never eat cereal, but I saw it in, like, that chocolate peanut butter, like, that gets me. I'm here. I'm trying to cut back on my um, intake on certain things, so I guess I feel better about myself if I eat a bowl of cereal versus, you know, ice cream or, you know, cookies. Sure. So there you go. So that was my that was my weird food item. Oh, man. What do you got for me, buddy? It's been a while. I've, I've missed you. Yeah, I know. That's the problem. I got, like, a lot of stuff, but a lot of it's derailing, and some of it's related, and some of it's not. Let's stay on track. Let's stay on track for a little while, and then if you you guys don't know the derailed with D-Roy segment, it's always fun. Uh, it's probably like ninety percent story, ten percent related, but it's really really good stuff. It's 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 power, and knowledge is power. Knowledge is power. I had to break up a fight the other day. <laughs> well, I've had to break up a couple of fights. This one was at the post office. I, you you tell me yours, and I'll tell you mine. Oh, I was at the post office. Okay. And I was going to put out my packages in the area where they go. And there were some people having a bit of a, a, a scuffle. Okay. And I don't know what the scuffle was about, but I, you know, didn't want to be in the middle of it. And I said, hey, I'm just putting my packages here, but you guys need to calm down. Okay. And and uh, and get in line, and they'll take care of you. And then I got out of there, so I don't know. That was me breaking up a fight. I wasn't in the middle of it. Do you want to reveal the location, or are we going to re- keep that anonymous? It was at my home office. Okay, your home office. It's your well, it's your yours. Wow. Well, we branched out. We had we had something new. Can I share with you what we had new? I'd love it. Sold something interesting. Had not sold this type of an item on eBay. We got into the electronic gaming systems. Ooh. Yeah. There can be money there. There was a little money there. My daughter, one of the times we were at the uh, thrift store. Walking by in the little electronic section because they're always looking for Sony or Bose or, you know, we've listened to a couple of things. And we found this, it's it's called P P I C O Piku. Uh-huh. It's like an old Sega system. And we don't say it's coming back. Okay, so we picked it up. It was $2. So we picked it up. We didn't know anything about it. Didn't have cords. Didn't have anything. We looked it up and, you know, it was going for like 30 40 bucks. I'm like, let's give it a shot. So we bought it, you know, held on to it for like two months. You know, we just took a picture and set it and forget it. And uh, we had somebody purchase it, so we had to ship it off. You can't fit that in a poly mailer. 
No, it's a little bigger. You might have to get a box on that one. So we got a box, and we looked up the different rates, because my wife's way smarter than I am, and she looked it up, and it was pretty high on sending it through USPS, so she found it, and apparently it was like $10 cheaper to do a FedEx. Okay. So we got it and put it in the box, and I think it ended up being like 13 or $14 in FedEx. So did it, took it to our local FedEx up here in uh, Spanish Fork. Yes. Shout out. Don't remember her name. Great lady. And the best part was right on the door. Do you know what it has a sticker of? Well, it's the eBay sticker. I've been there. There you go. Well, well thanks, well, thanks for sharing. Lady with the glasses? Yeah. I know her. Have you told her about the podcast? Nope. Guess what she asked me about? What? I, I told her what we were doing. I said, and I had my kids because it was my daughter's item. She went and dropped it off. Do you know what the lady at the counter told me? I'm all ears. She sells on eBay. Does she really? Yeah, she does. Well, she's been a little on with me at times when I brought in my eBay stuff. Maybe you need to just tell her that you're the death pile of death pile and taxes. I might she have was, to. She was all giddy about it. Maybe this is a different person. I usually go on USPS until like Christmas time and sometimes I'll get into what the What you need game. to do is we need to get some cards made up so that we can put it in our packages and also be able to drop them off at certain places. That's a good point. Because she was like, oh my gosh. You know what the best part was? As the, we started, the, I, the, I've insulted her. He told her to listen to the podcast, and she's going to hear me and say that that guy. I hate him. It's not a guy; it's a gal. No, me. Oh yeah, she probably does. I yeah, mean, yeah. <laughs> Mister Scumbag. Mister Scumbag. Um, no, the first thing she says is that we were talking about eBay and my kids and stuff. She's like, "Hey, hey, have you ever heard of Gary V?" That's <laughs> what she told me, and I just started laughing. She's like, "Hey, hey, he's got this cool thing called Little V." And it teaches kids about stuff. I'm like, really? Huh. Huh. That's interesting. Hmm. My friend Derek's followed by him on the Twitter machine. The tweet machine. So, yeah, great experience at the... Uh, oh, there you go. So I think I'm going to be doing a little more of that. Well, I, I think we do need to spread the good word. And I, uh, maybe a card's not a bad way. Even putting... I put a thank you card in every time I sell something. Well, I know. You should have so a maybe I should put a, maybe I should put a death by, Hey, listen to us on death I should taxes. be doing the same thing. Increase the viewership. I'm telling you, 2020, that's going to be... So, I'm not usually a big uh, guy that sets goals. What are you laughing at? You said you're not usually a big guy. That sets goals. Oh, okay. Uh, Mr. Cheerios man. Hashtag Husky. I like my corn puffs, but when I can't get them, I go get my honey nut Cheerios. Can you imagine them mixed in one bowl? Can you imagine them mixed in one bowl? That'd be delicious. Hey, hey, Wilford Brimley, move on. I, well, I was trying to. I must stop laughing. <laughs> I set a New Year's resolution to start a podcast, and we've almost done a whole year. That's true, we have. So my next resolution might be putting a little uh, little card in with my eBay stuff. I'm going to make them, because we can't wait that long. Well, okay. Well, you go, well, you, well, I do, well, I do a podcast. You go ahead and Google that, then. <laughs> And by this time, like I said, so here's my my 2020 goal is these are going to be aired. We're going to have recorded. We're going to do all the fun stuff because people want it. Well, they got to have it. They got to have it. We just got to figure out, I think, because we both need to be on the same side of the table, I think. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I don't. I, that's all your deal. I've yeah. said that. We'll, we'll work on that. I'm, so. I'm barely showing up. <laughs> yeah. I've started dressing nice You've for this been thing. physically here for a while. Mentally, that's questionable. Oh wow! See, it took it took all of this much time for us to go at each other's throats again. Wow! 
people while they were asking them, where do they at? People are listening. People are listening. <laughs> they are. Until we start whispering, people are listening to them and trying to do a show here. You, you were, the, I was like mocking what you're doing in Las Vegas down in Rachel. People are listening. The aliens. Hey, well, and we all get abducted. You're going to be like those guys on the, on the, uh, you remember that 4th of July show, the Independence Day, where you were holding your signs and they just killed them? I'm, I'm going to be already in good with them. Hey, let's not spoil the uh, Halloween episode. <laughs> I've been trying to spoil it for five months now. You won't tell none of your stories. I can't. I can't. I, 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 I can't do it yet. Not yet. Soon. So... So I came back from, from the trip, and I've been uh, putting my, my handling time. I've had to change back. If uh, people remember when I went out of town, I just changed my handling time. That way I don't have to turn off my store. And I come back, and I ship out all my items that have sold. And also when I'm doing that, I, I put them back on my one-day handling time. So that way, um, you know, hopefully I can get more sales and more people can see my items. And so I've been in the process of doing that. Also, I've been messing around with my promoted uh, listings as of lately. Yeah, how's that going? I'm always interested about that. I did a couple, my first couple too, which helped a ton, but I haven't messed with it since then. Uh, I, I mean, obviously, it doesn't hurt. That's one of the things with the false seller update that they're going to kind of tweak how that whole thing works as far as you're not going to have multiple, uh, your item with a promoted listing ad and all that on the same same page. So I'm not sure how it's going to shake out. I'm a... Uh, I'm currently adjusting some of my rates and testing out, you know, if it's going to work at 1%, 5%, trending rate. I'm just trying to I'm just trying to get ready for this big holiday push coming through. I heard him talking about that today. You heard who? I heard uh, them podcast talking about Amazon, how they gear up for it, and they severed ties, well, FedEx severed ties with Amazon. Well, so that's, that's going to be a tough one this year. Yeah, so it was kind of... Uh, it was definitely interesting, and I thought about how eBay's really got it. Like they, eBay sells all these things, but they have like millions of independent contractors who work for eBay. Well, the nice thing is, I mean, we're not stuck. I guess you're not really on Amazon, but kind of they have their contracts with people. I mean, we can ship post office, yeah. we can ship UPS, we can FedEx, whatever's working best for you. So, say somebody gets in a fight or goes on strike or whatever, you're just not out of luck at the busiest time of the season. And, and let me tell you. You've been there. As a fourth quarter coming up guy, you're about to see some, some craziness of, of uh, you know, just just crazy. And that's what they talked about is it's Amazon's not going to be able to keep up. So right now, fill that cart, listen to Granny, because they're going to start being some upset people when they start ordering these items and they're not going to get there on time. Because if Am- it's going to be tough because that's what they say you you – you build a church to fill it on Easter. That was the acronym that they used. That's not bad. That's not bad analogy. So, like I said, they they were talking about you know, Amazon has these fifty jets that do all these things. This is, yeah, that we have like five thousand. <laughs> that's what you do. Christmas time. I mean, they already debacled. Uh, was it Prime Day? Yeah, Prime Day is always a mess. Yeah, but if they think that oh, guess what? We're going to do all this on our own, and we told FedEx, hey, you know. It, so it'll be interesting. Get get that cart full. And that's all the other thing I was I was doing as you were out in the parking or waiting for you out in the parking lot was I was looking up Christmas things. I'm trying to figure out that hot toy still. 
Um, I had a few people reach out to me, tell me some of their thoughts. I've been sharing my thoughts, like always. You can get a hold of me, we can talk about it. Uh, I'm not sold on anything yet. It's one of those years that I'm thinking there might be a couple things. You know what we maybe ought to do? We ought to reach out to some of our international listeners, because we're starting to hit the world, man. Around the world, map. Right. Around the world. Well, okay. Picked but, up friends in Poland. Okay. Germany. Really? Yeah. So maybe maybe what we do is we find out what the hot toy is there and bring it this way. Because I know you're you're a big UK guy. You take your stuff and you ship it to the UK all Christmas long. Maybe if we can reverse engineer it and bring something there to here. If it makes me money, I'm all for it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah? Yeah. The hot Polish toy. That's right. The hot dog. Oh, yeah. I like a good Polish dog. Problem is, is man, I hate that Costco. They just pull it right out from underneath you. When they did away with the Polish dog. When's the last time you had a Polish dog? Your house, probably. Was that a Polish dog? It wasn't even a Polish dog. I don't know. Yeah, I used to get a Polish dog every time I go to Costco. Not anymore. Well, for a buck fifty, I mean, you still get a good dog and a drink. You still get a dog, but it's not a Polish dog. Well, it's a dollar fifty. Well, I know. Or twenty five. I'm just saying, it's dollar fifty. You can buy a Polish and cook it yourself. I know, but that takes the the ease out of it. I'm a lazy American. I want you, you go to the you can go to the Winger Schnitzel. They make it Polish upright. With sauerkraut? Oh, man. I mean, you've always been a fan of a good wiener. And with cabbage? Yeah. Especially fermented? No kraut. Me and Uncle Joe. Grandpa. Well, he is your uncle. <laughs> Most people, he's, that's why you defend the man so, so, vehemently? Be, 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 I don't know. I don't even know what be, you're trying to say. Starts with a B. Sure. All right. You gonna tell us about Florida? I don't know if I can figure out this word that starts with a V and say it. V but V I don't know. Fervently. I don't know. You do defend him fervently, but there's one with a B. Yeah, this is You really love that, Uncle Joe of yours. I love cabbage stew. <laughs> Grandpa Joe. That's just my mental click is Grandpa Joe. Well, here's the problem with my Florida. I got some stories for you. Okay. But really I work hundred and five hours. In the, in the two-week period, they flew me out there. That sounds like Thursday to me. There's 24 hours in a day, so if you can fit, if you can fit 105 in a day, you, uh, you got something over on Father Time. You should see the things I get accomplished. I was out in the parking lot waiting for you to show up on this Thursday to your office. Do you want to know what I was doing while I was late? Yes. I was tweeting at the ESPN College game day. Okay. I don't know if you know this, but social media is a big thing. I, I happen to have some big-time followers. You want to compare notes? Have you heard about the guy who held up a sign that said, Venmo me money for beer? That's like three years ago. No, it just happened Saturday. Well, the other guy did that like three years ago. Well, so it's like it went crazy again. And you know what this guy's doing? He's drinking beer. No, he's giving his money to the Children's Hospital in Iowa. Well, why didn't he say, give me money for the Children's Hospital in Iowa? Because he said he wanted money for beer, but he got such a huge, like... He's gotten hundreds of dollars, and now it's up to almost $100,000. Well, that's nice of him to do. So Venmo's matching it, and Brian Erlacher, the fish train's matching it. So I shouted out. I says, hey, man, we'd like to get you guys a chair out there. That's what to, I was To doing. the children's hospital? Absolutely. Okay. I don't know if you saw the video. We took a kid to the Dirty Dash this last weekend. How long did that take you? What do you mean? Well, you said this is your Thursdays, hundreds of hours. Yeah. But send a tweet sounds like, I mean, 20 minutes I was, tops. I was corresponding. I was uploading videos. I mean, I'm 
I'm YouTubing, I'm Googling, I'm link, I'm link locking, tip talking, inner, what do you call it? Interfacing? No, Instagramming. I'm learning, man. Okay. Yeah, I'm doing all that fun jazz. Did they get back at you? I've just got a message. I've been working on. It. Okay. I'm I'm praying. I'm praying for some couple W's this weekend. I'm hoping College Game Day will be here next Saturday. If they are, where are you going to be? You know where I'll be. I'll be right up there with a uh, a gaggle of wheelchairs. Well, you have people in the wheelchairs. Absolutely. Well, that's destination television. That's what I'm working on, man. So I'm trying to I'm trying to do my thing. It's all about helping people real fast. Because what man? You heard it here first, folks. There you go. So that's what I was working on, pal. So I was, you know, I was not not a lot of time free time. I thought I'd have more free time than I ended up having. Yeah, you're working hard. So I was working hard. More hard than working. I was working hard. <laughs> You're laughing at your own joke of the hardly working. That's like the oldest joke in the book. <laughs> I gave you the chuckles. I did. Um, That's a dime. So, so we get there. Okay. And uh, first, first time flying for a lot of these people I'm with, which was just that's kind of fun. Okay. Because you know I don't they don't get out much. I don't know. So we're so we're flying, and you know they ask you beverage, and uh, you want we're, we're on the Delta Airlines. So they're asking you if you want some crackers and. Whatever cookies, and the, the kid kid sitting uh, next to me says, "Are they free?" <laughs> I'm like, oh, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, they're free. They're always free." Yeah, Fernando, they're yeah, free. They're free. I wish it was a Fernando. It was not a Fernando. So, anyways, we get there. We have to get on the uh, the bus because the bus is going to take us from the airport. Get on the bus, guys, to the hotel. But there's three different hotels because. The company's rented different rooms for, because there's a lot of people here. We don't discuss much. So two of the hotels have names that are pretty, pretty similar. All right. I know which one I'm going to. I'm guessing there was a uh, mix-up in hotels. Well, the problem is they just hear the first name, and it's the same first name. And the people are going, I'm like, that's not your hotel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. That's not your hotel. Yeah, it is. No, we're in this one. You sure? Yes, I am. So some people get on the bus, some people don't make the flight, some people are all over the place, right? So I'm, I'm thinking, okay, I'm a babysitter at this point, but whatever. Make sure the guy that I'm rooming with is cool and I just don't care, we get on the bus. Well, I go and sit on the bus, it's like one of those big tour buses. Uh-huh. My seat just falls back down, <laughs> full recline, does not stop. <laughs> okay. So anyways, we get there, we have a good time. Um... The first, I think it was the first night, so we're supposed to get there and go set up. Yeah. And uh, turns out by the time we got there with everything that's went on, they've already set up, so I don't have to go to work until like early the next morning. Score. So some of the guys are going out. You know, I'm not a big drinker, not a partier. No. I, I kind of like doing my own thing by myself. Kind of a lone wolf, if you will. Oh, I know where this is going. some extent. I know where this is going. So I said, I right, go ahead. I'll catch up to you guys later, maybe. Now I've scouted out what is there to do in this Orlando area. All right. And I've scouted out where I'm at. And lo and behold, there is a uh, shop called Hulk Hogan's Beach House. Wow. And you know me. Go back in the podcast. I'm a, I'm a big Hulk Hogan guy. I'm a big wrestling fan. There's not a lot of us out there. Apparently there is. You and well, there's, there's a niche. But, you know, it's not, not always the cool thing to do. 
Not till now. So we, we had a catered lunch or dinner or something we went to, and everyone's that's where they're all like, we're going to go do this, that, or the other. I said, I'll just try to catch up to you. I'm thinking to myself, this is my opportunity. This is my opportunity. It's still open. Most nights, I'm not going to be out until this place is closed. Hulkamanias. So I go, and I said, well, I told Adam, I'm going to be a Lyft guy. He's an Uber man. I'm a Lyft guy. So I get myself a Lyft. I say, we're going to the Hulk Hogan Beach House. So he, you know, comes and picks me up. We go cruising down there, and I'm just giddy as a kid on Christmas. That's true. And uh, he drops me off. He doesn't drop me off at the Beach House. He drops me off at the restaurant next to the Beach House. Okay. Which I'm good with, whatever. Get out. Go walking over there. See Hulk Hogan just posing right there, right there on top of the old 7-Eleven or whatever it used to be. Uh-huh. I just get my camera out. I'm just smiling ear to ear. Ear to ear. Yeah, I saw. So I start taking some pictures. I go inside. Would you believe it? T-shirts galore. Wax pictures. Hulk Hogan's hoaxer Viper car. I thought you were going to say Terry himself was there. Oh, I wish. I think there's so there's certain people. I've met, I've met some people. And usually I just, whatever, a pretty calm, collective guy, you know. I don't really like get picture, my ass for an autograph. But usually I'm pretty, you know, down to earth and BS with people, whatever. If I was ever to meet Hulk Hogan, you've seen the Beatles when they come out on Ed Sullivan. <laughs> I don't think I could, I, I don't think I could control myself. I think I would be screaming like a little gal, <laughs> just clapping my hands, probably shouting Hercules or something, and say, you know who you are? Do you know who you are? You're Hulk Hogan. <laughs> and uh, I was about that way with these wax figurines. <laughs> Trying to interact. And they had a bunch of cool things. I mean, they, for a wrestling fan, it was a lot of cool cool things, memorabilia, personal items. It was like a little museum slash gift shop. Oh, that's awesome. So I take my pictures, and one, one of the guys working there comes up to me. He's like, how's it going, brother? Brother. And I said, it's going, it's going good. He's like, are you just, you know, you, just, you live here? And I said, no. Just flew in today and here for a work trip and kind of said everything to him and he's, he said, "Well, you want me to take your picture with a few things?" I sure said, "I want to." to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm taking my picture with uh, one of these uh, wax figures or whatever, and he says, ah, "That's pretty good, but why don't you pose? Why don't you pose? <laughs> Put them biceps up." So if you're following me on the Instagram, Twitter, maybe Twitter and Facebook, I don't know, it's out there. Me posing with this statue, just just smiling, and and so then uh, I I found my T-shirt that you have to buy you a shirt, right? Gotta get your shirt. So I find the one I'm gonna get, and I've looked all over the store and everything, and I thought I wish I could resell some of this stuff, but the prices aren't you know for yeah, that. It's, 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 it's what a it retail is. store. It's a retail store, and I go up and and uh, there's this this lady at the counter, and she's talking to this. Uh, there's another couple people there. And I noticed that this one boy is handicapped. Okay. And she's uh, flirting with him. And she's like, you going to take me out for ice cream? And he's kind of blushing. And she goes, or Wendy's. I'm a cheap date, but you need to take me out. You come in here all the time, <laughs> and you'll never take me out on a date. And so he was just having a good time or whatever. And they were, were talking about some things. And he wanted to know who this one character was. And she's like, oh, he's been in here. I can't remember his name. It has the figurine or whatever. And, oh, what was his name? What was his name? And I said, well, that's Mark Marrow. <laughs> well, I think she said, do you know? I said, well, that's Mark Marrow. Never in my life has that knowledge came in handy ever. And you didn't even have to use the Google machine. Ever. But right there, I thought, I'm in my place. I'm <laughs> in my Elvin. 
they want to know things I know the answer to. And so afterwards they left and she said, thanks for being so patient and helping out. I said, not a problem. She goes, that, well, that kid comes in here about once a week and he'll just, you know, buy something and that's his dad with him. And, and I flirt with him and try to get him taken out on a date. And I said, well, that's nice. And she goes, always a, a wonderful kid. And I said, well, I hope he comes and takes you out for the ice cream. So anyways, I buy my shirt. And then I'm just in Florida, right? So what do you do? Well, I had to go buy my wife some souvenirs. Yes, you go get her some Mickey ears. Now, usually, if I'm on a business trip, or not on a personal business trip, I'd be going hitting the Goodwills. No, you mean a business trip. Yeah, if I if I had personal personal space or time, I'd be going buying stuff to thrift, but I don't have the space nor the time to do that. No, your bag's so, be quite full. So I'm kind of confused about what I'm going to do. So I thought, well, I'll just go back over to the hotel and uh, meet up with some of the guys. We'll just, whatever, see how the night goes. And so I'm getting on my Lyft app to see what's going on. And uh, it pops up. It pops up with a suggestion of the Universal Studios uh, shop walk or something like that. All right. I'm like, well, what in the world's this? Suggestion, huh? And it's like eight miles away or something like that or eight dollars away. I don't know. So I'm like, well, I need to Google this to make sure this is something that I can, you know. Handle. I'm not going to be spending 50 bucks to get in or something. So sure enough, there's a, uh, there's a, in front of the Universal Studios, there's a whole bunch of, like a, a mall, basically. You got your Hard Rock and you got all these shops. So That's I, smart. So I said, I don't got nothing better to do tonight. I'm not going to go back and sit in the hotel room. I'm not going to sit in some bar and watch people get drunk. I've already ate my dinner. So fire it up and. And somebody comes and picks me up in the old lift machine, and uh, they're hauling me over there. And I thought, oh, i got to talk to these people. I told Adam we're in a competition. Yeah. Death piles in Texas. Well, I had a lot of people that, here's where you're up on me. I don't speak Spanish. Not even a poquito momento, por favor. Odale, we, vamos, vamos, echándole. Yeah, I can just get mad and tell them, get out of my car. <laughs> so... I try to start a little conversations, and uh, yes, no, yeah, fine, good. Not really, and I can't really get in depth with the the competition. Did you have any Cubanos with you? I don't know what that means. Cubans? They're big in Florida. Puerto Ricanos? I don't know. I'm sure there were. You didn't even ask, that's why. The Dominicans? The Dominicans? In my home country. That's what they told me. Okay. It's not as you in there. In their home countries, it was in Florida, apparently. Well, there you go. You were listening to a tidbit. So I get over there. There's a Voodoo Donuts. Oh, ice, man. Heard about those. Well, I've been to one in the original in Portland, and now I've been to the one at the Universal City Walk. There you go. There's the big globe with the mist blowing on you. Ooh. Anyways, did my little tour around there, had a good time. So you're not going to spend 50 bucks to get inside, but you'll dang well spend that much outside. The well, well the problem is, again, it's like 70 or something bucks. Uh-huh. But it was the haunted house nights, oh. which was scared you to death. I couldn't even. And, even the, and the other ones, I don't want to tell my wife I went to the theme park without you, because that probably won't go over well on my trip. So, yeah, I just did my little, you know. Me and myself just going around taking my pictures, just happy as pie guy. Sounds like you had a good time in Florida. And so I get back, and we had a big work week. And uh, the, the fun part is when I got back and told everyone what I did, they just thought that was the funnest thing they'd ever heard of. Well, yeah. And I thought, yeah, hang with me. You'll have a good time. Maybe. See, I'm telling you, we, I'm sure we have some listeners that want to go sourcing with you. That's what we got to start. we got to start documenting, bring around your old, uh, you know, we can do a YouTube live and watch what you're doing. Yeah, I mean... People want to know, Derek. 
I I guess I, maybe we can do some sort of a contest at some point. We already have one. Cost. Well, no, I mean where you can go. The winner of the contest, I'll go sourcing with them. Well, I I won the big contest. You you chose me to help do the podcast with you, so I'm the big winner here. I did have an Uber driver that, that dropped this tidbit of information on me. Oh, now it's pretty deep. I want you to just calm, clear everything out of your mind. I, I said it was you know I'm talking about how it's. It's more humid here than where I'm from. They want to know how Utah is and the mountains, and, and you're just trying to make some uh, conversation with them. Well, they told me, you know, in Florida, every day it rains or it doesn't. Every, that was it. Every day. Blew my mind. It either rains or it doesn't. Wow. And I said, you know what? That's the same in Utah. <laughs> it either rains. Or it doesn't. So, anyways, got back late on uh, Man. Sunday. Been running like a, a dog chasing his tail. And uh, I didn't get to do any of the sourcing or finding the things that I thought I'd be able to do or researching things. So. But you got to go hang out with Hulk Hogan. But I got to Hogan's Beach House, which for me Wait, was a good day. We need to go to break, but I do want to bring that something up. I saw something that was really cool. That has to do with taking pictures with wax figurines. Okay. Okay. The Dallas Cowboys are way ahead of the curve. So what they've done is they have like this selfie studio, like big, uh, it's like a, a, it's like a uh, kiosk that you can walk to in front of it in the stadium. And you can go and pick which players you want. And then you go stand in the middle with your friends. And then, like, the players, like, it literally looks like you're taking a picture with Ezekiel Elliott and Dak Prescott. And you take the picture, and it's like you were, they were right there with you. Are they figures, or is it no, just No, it's like, it's like a real digital, like, gener- digitalized picture. So it's like a real picture. You just walk in, and you, you're in the middle of the picture now. There you have it. It's like they wouldn't have known that it wasn't really them. They would have thought you were really with them. Uh, Jerry's world just gets bigger and bigger. That Photoshop's getting better. You need to take a few more lessons. Hey, it's not my fault the Prom Valley Times had that kind of a, uh, you know, you'd figure. Maybe they had a student. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe it was an internship problem. Internship problem. So let's give a little time for our intern to uh, recut this material, and then we'll come back after the break. <laughs> Extreme Modus is a unique wheelchair company that provides a device to get people outside. What kind of people are we talking about? We're talking about anybody who has been confined to a wheelchair or has a mobility issue. You have family members who, for instance, may have endurance issues, fatigue, people with ALS, muscular dystrophy, suffered any kind of brain trauma, cerebral palsy, people who can't uh, move themselves. What makes your wheelchair different than all these other ones that are on the market that we see? Ours have a really unique uh, balloon tire and a foldable um, middle. It makes it really portable and uh, it's just a, a wheelchair. We've taken hundreds of people all over where you can't get a normal wheelchair. Okay. I think I know somebody that might be interested. I might find out more information. They can reach out to us on any of our social media uh, sites it's called Extreme Motus, M-O-T-U-S. That means mobility in Latin. Hey, that's how we set it up. But any of those outlets, you go on there, reach out to us. 
We'd be happy to, if you live here in the Inner Mountain West, close by, we've got some rentals that we'll let you get a hold of. Uh, we sell these wheelchairs all over. We've sold them all over the country, and we're looking to uh, sell more of them and get more people out in these wheelchairs. What do you think of that video you just saw on the Extreme Modus? That was pretty cool. It was cool to go check it out. We're gonna, we're doing things people aren't doing before. That's that's all about being the uh, innovators, right? Yeah, that's it's fun time, man. Trendsetters. Did you sell anything else cool? What's what's the last thing you sold? Well, let me go look. Yeah, let's see what the last thing you sold. What what sold today? I haven't even haven't even looked. So. When you're so big time, you yeah. have to look. Well, the last thing you sold. That that's Pikachu thing. That Piku. On the uh, on the old uh, fly, I could watch Detective Pikachu, but I didn't. Um, what else did we sell? We sold quite a few things. It looks like the last thing I sold was a Guns N' Roses t-shirt. Oh. Speaking of, those tickets still available? They are still available. So, if you're interested in going and seeing Guns N' Roses at the... Uh, the uh, what I call the Delta Center, but now is known as the uh, is it the Vivid Smart Home Arena. Yes, it is. You might want to go look up on the StubHub or hit me up. I got I got your hookup. And Adam just unveiled a uh, plethora of tickets. Plethora. He's got plenty of tickets for sale as well, right? Party time. Oh no, these are all accounted for. They're all accounted for. These are all accounted for, friend. Well, I'm supposed to be one of those, but if uh, my front rows are not, they there, might be available if you can't get yours sold. But I'm guessing you will last minute. Uh, what I've sold today, the last minute we saw them up. What I've sold today is a Guns N' Roses T-shirt, a, uh, a WWE wristband, a uh, Young Living uh, item. And a uh, pro wrestling action figure. Look at that. So that's not a bad day. That's a good day. That's a good day. And uh, like I said, I'm going back through and adjusting, tweaking some things, making some. Uh, it's always fun to kind of experiment with, you know, your handling times or your uh, um, promoted listing things, things that haven't been selling. So I'm going through and evaluating some some of the process and, and trying to get things things moving. Let me ask you a question. How do you like the new screen? Because they kind of brought up some new information about your, um, all of your stuff that you've been doing. Do you like it? Have you gotten used to it? You want me to be 100% honest with you? I'm guessing you're like the old funny, why are you changing my stuff? I haven't noticed the new screen, so... What do you mean? Look at this. This is what it looks like now. Does this yours always look like? Manager active listings? When did it change? Like two, three weeks ago, like when we did the update, I was trying to show you and... Okay. I yeah, I haven't wow. I either haven't listed or haven't noticed it. Or your so. pe- your people are the one that notice it. <laughs> your people. I tell the people to keep busy. Yeah, you probably don't do. ask me questions about things. No, I like it. It, it. it to me it looks like this cool dashboard. Like I said, I can bring everything up. It tells me, you know, stuff that I've promoted. It looks easier to manage. Up at the top yeah. though, I do like that has the send offer button, right? Yeah. I have liked using the send offers. I've made a lot of sales off that. Yeah. And you can send out, it tells you it's kind of weird because it will tell you how many you can send out, and send then. Offers. But if you look on your mobile app, it's it's different items and different. I you can do different things. So. So these are the send offer things. 
Yeah, so go ahead and send some offers to people. I'm going to do this live, live on the air. No, this could get dangerous. Send offers. 81 people looking at a $100 dress of my wife. Hmm. Mm. Offer per item. How about we do, let's try $89.99. Okay. How about that? And then, then you have to click on the there. Send offers. Uh, here's your chance of getting this item at a great price. Yeah, that's what I'm going to say. Your wife's going to say, why did you take that from 100 bucks to $89? Boom. Because I'm trying to get money to go to Washington with you. Oh, we're not even on the Disneyland money no more, huh? Oh, Disneyland's getting it. It's, it's, it's time. Yeah, so you go through and do that with all those items. Ooh. And uh, I, I'd i say do that when we're not live on the podcast I'm just, here. I'm just, I'm just giving people help. I didn't even know that existed. Yeah, that's a... It's part of the new thing that came out. It's part of the new thing they sent you. This is real deal. This is learn as you go because that's what we need. On the spot. Yeah, heck yeah, man. We're going to get some sales. We're going to get that money to go to Washington. I mean, one thing I did want to mention, I don't know if I've mentioned before or not, is sometimes people are afraid to put a high dollar number on something because they think either I got it for cheap or no one's going to pay that. Don't be afraid to put um, a high price tag out there. You can always take offers. You can always send offers. If something's worth that or, or has a higher value, don't cut yourself short and make sure that you're, you're aiming high. I like this. Adam's addicted I, well, well, to sending offers. We've had, a lot of, we've had 214 views on these flipping M&Ms and nobody's bought them. Just, nobody's pulled the trigger. Hey, speaking of that. Please tell me you got a Wadi update. Wadi update. Now, you can, you can just calm on down. Just, okay. just calm down. All right. They ate them at the baseball games. So just calm down. Love it. He ate them. Good. I didn't know. After our, like, we had this awkward handshake, and it was most, it's, it's always me. I'm just an awkward. Well, here you are trying to go to Washington. Now, if you go up there and he offers you something, is it going to be a, a, a two-month process of him wondering if you ate it or something? No, I'll I, tell him right then. You guys just need a hug? Hug it out. I, I'd like to. Let's go up and see him. No awkward handshake. Just a good bro hug next time. Let's go see him. You can take me to the, you know where they throw the fish across the whatever? The market. Yeah. Let's go, next place. Let's yeah. go to the market. I'm there. I already told it. I think it's like November 1, November 2. Okay, we'll circle the calendar. I'll uh, bring it back up with the missus. Make I sure have circled it. You got your tickets? I'm just waiting on you. Remember we discussed this when you came to my house? We had the barbecue. You beat me in the hot I was, uh, contest. I was too busy whooping you on everything we did I that know, night. The, the bocce ball. I remember it. I'm just saying, well, obviously you didn't remember going to the Washington part. I, I remembered it. Well, bring it back up. I want to uh, go see Wadi. Okay. Maybe we'll go see the Mariners in the playoffs. You know, the Mariners are one of those teams that just have a hard time making it to the playoffs. Oh, yeah. I, Robinson Cano's on the Mets. They've had, they've had some good players come through. I didn't even know that. I don't, I, I don't watch them. They, they've had some good players come through. For whatever reason, they, they've struggled making it to the postseason. I quit watching baseball. I only watch baseball in October. And even then, sparingly. Well, that's... Except we did go to Yankee Stadium and Fenway this year. And that, was, that was fun. Baseball Live is better. Hey, speaking of that, cards. You got those ready for me? And by cards, I mean in their plastic sheets ready to roll. So I need to have them in my plastic sheets? Oh, better, better pay me for mine. Sheath them? Yes. Sheath my card. You want me to sheath them? And you need to have them documented of which ones you're giving me so I don't end up keeping them on accident. When they come back, the ones that are worth the most, those were the ones I gave you. Yeah, I don't want any discrepancies. That Hulk Hogan rookie card, that was mine. And a friend of the program, Mike Painter, also getting together a, a, a batch. So I'm going to send in a, a big batch, and we'll get them back in a few months, and we can go over it on the air of what we got. I will make sure that's done before next week. Okay. 
That will be the day. Possibly tomorrow if we're going to watch a little football together. Possibly. I don't know what tomorrow holds for me. That's true. You never know. I'm a busy guy. That's I'm not busy tweeting out, you know, the whoever you were tweeting. I'm busy working. The Erlacher. The Erlacher. Hey, you know, that's the difference. Is what you're doing, you consider work. What I do is considered fun, and I get paid to do it. How much money does Brian Erlacher pay to you? Well, not yet. I'm just saying in general. Okay. I'm working on the wheelchair thing, man. You are, and it's going well. It is going well. I'm, I'm proud of you. You're doing a good deed, and you're helping a lot of people doing it. It's fun stuff. And uh, also, it's, it's making some income. And it's also doing what I enjoy. Hey, have they had any more rags over there at the uh, the shop? Besides, I know last time you showed me those ones, but now you got me interested. They got a whole box. They said, bring your buddy by. Man, we'd probably have a fist fight. Let's go by. I'm telling you, you ought to go up there. Oh, You've never been to the shop? No, nope, never been there. This is my first formal invite. You have a formal invite to come to the shop. All right. I'd like to pull up lots of interesting I, stuff. I've heard from other people that have been to the shop. You know, that might be actually... I think we ought to turn that into our first remote... Well, uh, video, because they've got a lot of stuff that they've talked about selling on eBay, but they're... I think we could be very informative, and I think that might be a good value-added um, show to a lot of people. Well, you know, Thursday nights, I keep free for this this very reason. We might do that next Thursday. All right. Well, good people of the podcast next Thursday, you might hear us live from... Uh, the shop. The shop. The shop. The Extreme Modus Center. Shop. Man, i got to turn this off or I'll just keep pushing send offers the whole time. Which is a good thing. Just not when people are trying to listen to you tell stories and talk to them. Well, you can do it. It's that easy. I've never done it, and I just did. Well, now i got to get selling more because apparently I might be going on a plane ride. Yeah, I'm hoping it was good to Washington. I, you know, that's my that's my home away from home. I, that is your stomping grounds. So, what else did I have for you? Money? No, I never have money. For Rent? You. Rent? Yeah. Well, what am I renting from you? Friend. I'm your rent-a-friend. Oh, I got real friends now. <laughs> I've related to real ones. Yeah, Hulk Hogan. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He can put up with you. Hey, here's the thing, too, about the Florida trip. I know I kind of got into it, but not. Guess where I ate for the first time? Oh. Where did you eat for the first time? I went to the Waffle House. The Waffle House is a great place. Now, I've heard a lot of tale about the Waffle House. I'd seen them before. I'd never actually ate a one. You got, I, I saw the plate. Did you get a waffle? No. Wow. That's like the best part, dude. Oh, I got them smothered, covered, capped and covered. Yeah. You got to have a waffle. Well, I got me an egg sandwich. Egg sandwich is always good. Egg and bacon sandwich. The wa- it's got like this amazing, like, just extra uh, grandma's love inside. Well, I went there. Okay. It was one of those other nights where, okay, I'm going to go do my own thing because uh, I, you know, don't need to go watch frat parties happen in person. No. Especially when you're past frat ages. So I said, okay, what am I going to do? I uh, could sit in the hotel room or I could sit in the hot tub. Well, I had done a little bit of both. I thought, I'm in Florida. I need to go do something. So I get Googling what's, you know, what's around. What to do in Florida? Well, I just, what's around me? And the Waffle House came up, and I said, you know what? I've never ate at a Waffle House. So what do I do? Get me the lift car and uh, say, let's go over to the Waffle House. So let me ask you this. because Do you actually have to tell them where you're going, or do they see it in their phone? You type it in. 
Okay. You type it in. All right. So it's kind of, it's the same as Uber. Okay. It's basically the same thing. Just just so I was aware. And you can pick which if you want a nice car, basic car, yeah, limousine, the whatever. Way. Yeah. So so we go over there, and the guy's kind of looking at me like, "Man, you're crazy!" Like. Why are you coming to the Waffle House by yourself from this nice hotel that they had us in? <laughs> and I'm taking pictures. And I'm talking to it. I'm talking to him, and he uh, he was just chatting me up. His wife's got a, a, an animal grooming business. And I told him about the recent departure of my animal, and and we were kind of talking about that. We had a good little talk, and uh, he's like, "You sure you want to get out?" And I'm like, "Oh yeah, yeah." So I was the only one in the Waffle House, so I go in. I sit right up at the counter at the bar. Front row service. And uh, the, the gal there said, well, how are you doing tonight, hon? And I said, well, I'm doing good now yeah. I'm here. Yeah. And she goes, well, right, you know what you want to order? I said, tell you the truth, I've never been to the Waffle House before. This is my first time. And she said, okay, well, here's our menu. Just let me know when you're, when you're ready. So I got me the egg. It was like an egg and bacon sandwich. It was delicious. So can I tell you what I do in that situation? Well, I know what you do. You say... What's your favorite thing? No, it's not that I had to say what's your favorite thing. I put it in the context of, I've never eaten here before. What's the one thing I should eat if, if that's all I had? And you get a $50 steak. Hey, if it's worth it, it's worth it. At the Waffle House. They don't have a $50 steak at the Waffle House. They had steak at the Waffle House. It's not $50. You get five of them, it is. <laughs> exactly. She says, oh, you feed my whole family. That's what I'd have you do. <laughs> do for the old 10 for 10 like Pelican. <laughs> so anyways, I look her over, and they have this whole list of the hash browns. They got some good you, hash browns. You get them chunked. means yes. they throw ham in there. You get them capped. They throw in some uh, mushrooms. You get them smothered. It was like cheese covered. They had it all figured out. Well, they, they know what they're doing. So you go on down them. the list of well, you want smothered, covered, capped, buttered, all this kind of stuff. And so... Uh, so I sent me out a tweet while I'm there. Mm-hmm. First time at the Waffle House. Yeah. Thanks some people. I got retweeted by our friend Conrad Thompson. That guy knows wrestling. He knows wrestling and he knows mortgages. Yes, he does. So uh, that went a little viral. Not as good as some of your stuff. But I thought we might have a whole other episode about that. You know what? You're, that old tweet machine, it does a lot for people. So you can, you can go ahead and follow me at D-Roy Everett if you're interested. He's a good follow. I'm not a bad follow. So afterwards, I thought, well, what am I going to do now? Yeah. I can just go back to the hotel. So I, I paid my bill, and the, the lady said, well, welcome to the family. <laughs> I said, well, thank you. I said, I'm from Utah. We don't have them out there. Kind of told her that story. And she goes, you know what? They have them in Colorado. But from what I hear, they're not as good as here <laughs> because they're not in the South. And you don't have that Southern hospitality. They don't know how to do it right. Let's be honest. Where else can you go? And come into a restaurant. Oh, how you doing, hon? Without somebody getting offended. Yeah, yeah. What are you doing? Yeah, no, and they make it right there on the grills, right in front of you. I didn't know what to expect. It was very similar to something like our one-man bands and yeah. stuff. Kind of the set. I think now those are all going out of business. I think we should go into some Waffle House franchises. Hey, I, I'm always digging it down for something new. So I, so I said, well, I'm going to get walking. Now, my favorite gas station, besides the ones that we got here, is one called the Wawa. You ever heard of a Wawa? The Piggly Wiggly? A Wawa. The QT. It's great. Never heard of the Wawa. The Wawa is great, so I think, I'm going to go buy me some lotto tickets. <laughs> I'm going to go to the Wawa. There you go. Because what else do I got to do? So I, I Google, I'm about, a, you know, a little under a mile away. So I'm just going to hook up because we're at sea level. So I'm feeling great. Yeah, there you go. I can get moving. So I'm going over to the Wawa, and what do I look and see at the intersection? My big sign that says, 
Welcome to Walt Disney World. <laughs> wow. Didn't even know I was buy it. There you go. So I look and I say, well, I guess Walt Disney World's there. That's interesting. There you go. I said get your Mickey ears. And I kept I kept puffing and puffing and I got over and I get to the Wawa and I said, they sell lotto tickets here to the gentleman because I can't see him and he goes, oh, you got to buy them by 11. You got to buy them by 11. <laughs> and I thought, well, we got weird laws in Utah. <laughs> I've never heard of lotto tickets going off sale at a certain time. So uh, I think that was because they were drawn that night or something. Okay. Or whatever. <laughs> but uh, so anyways, they have the drinks there, fountain drinks. Were you past 11? I was right. I was like 10 to 11. Okay. But they have a little counter yeah. inside. I just ate at the Waffle House, but if you're not there, you can go get stuff at the Wawa. They make it fresh for you. Wow. They, they're very clean. Yeah. They're a great, a great store. Friendly people there, too. Did, are they sponsoring you? They should be. You should give me guff if I name names. and That's true. But Wawa deserves it. Okay. And they had Tasty Cakes. You ever had a Tasty Cake? Never. They're like better than Hostess, but that kind of thing. <laughs> so I load up for breakfast the next morning. <laughs> there you go. I got me all sorts of stuff. I got my lotto tickets. I won me 40 bucks on the lotto scratcher. And you're in a good place. So I was just happy as this could be guy. And walked around, I saw they had Shoney's there. Oh, When's I the last time you saw Shoney's? It's been a while. So, I mean, I'm just like, the South has got some things figured out. The South, is, the South has got a lot of things figured out. A little humid, a little warm. I was sweating profusely. So um, I ended up at a 7-Eleven, too, because you just... some baby powder? Well, I was walking that way. And uh, I just want to go see what they had inside. Some talc. No, it was good. I have. I won't tell you what I use on the air, but I found me a new a new winner that was doing a great job for any problems that you might have if you're walking around in humidity or anything like that. But I, I was looking for uh, this peach. Um, last time I was down there, they had a crush. You know, the crush drinks. They're kind of like a Fanta, but a different version. You drinking fuzzy navels again? There's a peach one, and it's delicious. And I found it in Florida when we were down in Miami. That's why I went in there to see if they had it there at the uh, the 7-Eleven. But I got chatting up the guy at the counter, and he was from New York, and he wanted to tell me his whole life story. Oh, heck yeah. Friendliest, friendliest people as you can imagine. I know. And he's telling me how much he pays for rent, how much he was paying back in New York. There you go. This, that, and the other. So Getting the inside scoop. Getting the inside scoop, talking about the lotto tickets, talking about everything. And uh, he tells me to have a great day. I go out, get me the the lift guy to take me back over to the hotel, and he's telling me that he used to live in New York. So I guess they're moving down there. He drives a box truck like I do for a living. There you go. Hauls uh hauls tires around. In New York, he had to pay thirty five dollars across the George Washington Bridge one way. He can't make a living doing that. No, you can't. So he moved on down there. They love it. I'm talking housing prices. No state income tax. I'm just. I was almost sold. I, I, I was almost sold. I'm thinking like an Airbnb down there by the Magic Kingdom might not be a bad idea, or a condo or something like that. There you go. So, anyways, that was one of my nights, and I don't know why I was telling you that story at all, except for because I ate the Waffle House. Memories. Got back, showed the people all my tasty cakes, and I uh, had me a good breakfast the next morning. And you probably had the best time of everyone that was there. I think I did. I'm sure that you did. I can remember the whole trip. Yes, you can. Uh, well, that was a mini derailment. That was just a minute. That was just getting warmed up. Just getting warmed up. Um, 
can't remember what else. There was something else that happened this week that I was going to chat you up about. Well, let's hear it. I told you that last thought you had. It's 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 left me. It's left you. Oh, I'm sorry. I probably derailed you a little too early. No, that's all right. Oh, it's the baseball cards. Yeah, okay. I got the, They keep going up. It, it's crazy. As as I'm trying to look, because now I've been going when I go to the big box stores, Walmart. I look and the ones that are hot, like they don't even sell them. Like you're supposed to be looking for certain types. And they don't sell them. So I've been trying to find like little shops that you can go in and find like the Prism basketball card. It's some like new brand that I'd never even heard of. Um, but that's what they're saying is this market is getting to be such a big market that if you really want to go out and try something, you know, we've got a diverse audience that, that listens to us. But if you're in that, you know, wanting to teach your kids how to do stuff and that was the thing they talked about. If you have a little more stuff, like, yes, going to thrift store is great. And, you know, we're not making hundreds of thousands of dollars. We're making, you know, a couple 50, 60, 70, a couple hundred dollars here and there. If you've got more to play with, the more you can make. Yeah. And, and that kind of gives you the opportunity to, again, really teach that side of the business. But it's the more research, the more stuff you know, man. So you've been hitting up local card shops or what are you doing? I keep looking them up. Like I so said, I'm just trying to find like the right ones. I went into, I found a place, but same thing. They didn't really have anything that I was looking for. Um, so that's one, because the, there's not, there aren't a lot of around anymore. No, the card shops are kind of going out. So yeah. you know that one up in Orem? That was the one I one? tried, I tried to look at it, but it was closed. So I, I didn't quite find it there at the right time, but I think it was past 11. Yeah, it's probably past 11. You can't buy a lot of can't, can't buy baseball cards until past 11 a.m. Hey, I do got something that's relevant. So I better shout this out too. About time. First of all, I'm going to edit that out so no one knows that you're this mean to me. <laughs> Best friends, the, I want my rent money back if this is what I'm paying for. Ben CV, it's only a joke. Ben CV. <laughs> so, so my buddy Brian back in New York, right? Yeah. He's been uh, somebody I've been in contact with for a few years. Uh, during Christmas time, he's really helped out saying, hey, here's some hot items. Here's what I'm hearing. This, that, and the other. Well, he started listening to the podcast, and the other day he was... Uh, he sent me a few messages. He was on episode seven at the time. There you go. So I don't know where he's at this time, but he was enjoying it. Thought it was a good time. He was telling me, have you heard of this Walmart car seat buyback program? What? What was that? How's my diet do getting wow. me? I think yeah, I think we just had the alien uh possession right there. Getting out of you. Um It's Will Smith. <laughs> yeah, it was Will Smith. You were getting jiggy with it. So Walmart has this program where if you'll take them an old car seat, they will give you a $30 voucher. Wow. Because those are dangerous and supposed to be off the road, right? I didn't know car seat expired. I didn't either. But they do. So if you go looking around at yard sales, uh, thrift stores, Hmm. your mother-in-law's basement, your basement, Hmm. uh, cousin's houses... So what you're saying is I can go find a car seat that is expired that somebody else isn't going to sell, and you can buy it for 5 and sell it back to Walmart for 30 Get it for free. Go give it to them. Now, I believe the $30 voucher is supposed to go towards the purchase of a new car seat in theory, but it's a voucher that goes for anything, right? So you get you a $30 Walmart store credit. I'm going to have to check that out. And uh, you can go ahead and... 
take that for, for grocery money, for buying thing money, for whatever, and, and it's a good thing because you're getting these bad car seats that should be used. Yeah, you get them off uh, the street. Get, get them gone. Get it for your clearance aisle. So uh, I don't, I'm not an expert on this by any means. I'd go ahead and Google the Walmart car seat buyback program and look through it, but that was uh, his hot tip. Wow. And uh, dude's doing good. There's some smart people out there. He's a, he's a genius. He's a very smart man. So I appreciate the heads up on that one, Brian. And uh, I believe he's in New York. He's back there somewhere. Back in the East. He, he knows about the Waffle House. I'm sure he knows about the Wawa's. There you go. Didn't want to bring it up, but you, you mentioned something, and I uh, just want to make sure, because I've had listeners ask, uh, Chug passed. Chug, Chug did. Chug, uh, we had to go put her down um, a little little before I left. She she was having a rough time, as everyone knows. We talked about it some of the podcast, and it got to, to where it was bad enough that she'd have kept going forever if she could have. She was she was still, still trying, but it, it was her time. So there you go. Yeah, we we talked about a couple episodes ago, and uh, she was on her last leg, literally. She she was uh, in, in a bad shape. She lost uh, thirty pounds in a week. wasn't eating or drinking anymore. So um, we took her into the vet, and and uh, unfortunately, it was it was that time. But I'll tell you a good story about Chug. If there's any condolences, all dogs go to heaven. I hope so. If, if any of them do, she does for sure. But. Um, so we got Chuck from from a mechanic friend of mine. I remember, and uh, he said, "Will you watch my dog?" Well, I go out of state. He was going on vacation for a week, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh man, I don't really want to watch your dog, <laughs> especially in my house and all this and that." But uh, my dad once told me a good mechanic is something you want to keep a hold of. That's true. So I said, "I'm not going to lose a good mechanic." <laughs> so yeah, we'll watch your dog. And so we didn't know if the name was Chug or Chuck for. Until he came back. Um, so anyways, we took her in, and she's just a sweet, good dog. The first couple nights were a little rough because she didn't know where she was at and kind of ran off one morning, and, and it was like, okay, dog. We tried to chain her up, but she was barking outside. So we let her come in, and she was just a great dog. And so he comes back and gets her, and uh, I put her in the van. I said, dude, if you ever want to get rid of that dog, you let me know. That's a good dog. Thanks for letting us watch it. Watch her. So he uh, goes off, and he ends up moving out to California. And uh, several years ago, several. This has been yeah, multiple years ago. And uh, so he he calls me one random day. He was going to sell solar systems. He was kind of in that trend. And he said, "Hey, were you serious about that? About uh, if we we were going to get Chuck a new home, would you be interested?" And I said, "Yeah." And he said, "Well, we're uh, we're going to move over to Hawaii, and we're not going to take her with us. So if you're interested, I'll drive her up to you." He was in Fresno. And I was like, well, I can meet you halfway. He said, I'll just drive her. That's fine. When he come back back up and he had a house or something he was selling or something like that. So I said, well, let me talk to my wife. And she was all on board. So brings her up, drops her off. That's Chuck. Chuck's there. So I'm selling stuff on the Internet all the time, as you know. Yes, you are. We had a sectional that I I was selling. So the people come to pick it up one day. And uh, it's just me. My wife is at work or something like that. And they're helping them haul it up. And I'm trying to get her to move. And the dog, oh, and uh, so I'm saying, Chug, Chug, get out of the way, Chug, whatever. And, uh, and the people stop and they say, what's that dog's name? <laughs> and I said, oh, it came pre-named, it's, it's Chug. And they said, is that Chug from Payson? And I said, well, well yes, it is. <laughs> so they happened to know. The Chug the dog. Chug the dog was well known wherever she went from Payson. <laughs> 
Famous in her sphere. Famous in her sphere. So, uh, anyways, long story a little longer. Turns out they didn't go to Hawaii, because whatever fell through, they ended up staying there. And uh, he called me a couple weeks later or whatever, and it's like, well, we're not moving or whatever, but I know I can't ask for it back, because there's no way you can give her back to me. So <laughs> I said, yep, you're correct there. <laughs> so anyways, um, he still lives in Fresno. And uh, so the whole point was I took the dog, so I didn't lose the mechanic. And by the end of taking the dog, I lost the mechanic. But, you know, that's how it goes. And uh, it, was, it was a tough time, but she's a, she was a great dog. So there you go. We'll rest, miss her. But rest in peace. Rest in peace. And people that have animals kind of get it. I know you got a few cats. We, we got us a new cat. You got you a cat up there. And, and uh, they get to be kind of personal. and Outdoor cat. It's been a great pet for, for us. But at some point, we'll probably get a new dog. But I don't know when that point will be. So Too soon. Thanks for the thanks for the condolences. And everyone out there that have been sending messages and stuff. Appreciate it. And uh, it, It's, I don't know, it's... It's a tough thing for people. Like I said, you get attached to your to your pets. You just do. Well, you know, me and my wife don't have children or anything like that. And it was always nice when you came home to have somebody happy to see you. Um, Bill Ingvall, you remember him? Yes. He's a comedian. He used to have a podcast. I don't know what happened to it. Here's him. your son. He, uh, he told this story once, and I might agree with it, but this is his story, not mine. He said, this is how you know that dogs love you more than anything in the world. And uh, people would say, well, no, your wife or whatever loves you, you know. They might love you the same. He said, here's what you do to prove that. You take them both, you put them in the trunk of your car, you drive around for, you know, 15, 20 minutes, you open the trunk, and you see which one's happy to see you. It's not your wife. That dog's happy no matter what. So that's how you know that dogs love you more than anyone else on the world. And let me know how that goes for you. I don't have to try it out. I just, you know. You know. You know. Yeah, I just thought that was a true story. That's all. Chuck was always happy to see me. Regardless. Mic drop, walk out. <laughs> well, um, man, it's been good. I, I miss miss uh, being able to do this every every week. It's been really fun for us. Like I said, we are new. Not Now we're, I mean, we're going to be grizzled veterans in this space. Yeah, we're, we're internationally known and locally respected now. I, I mean, I think if we took all of the platforms that we have and we put us on one conglomerate, I'm going to run the numbers. But I think we're about that 60 likes. I know we wanted it on the iTunes, but I want to say between all of them, we're probably right at that number. Well, get, get us there. There's the, for those of you that don't know, that's the Jerry Sloan story of uh, I'm shooting, giving you care. I'm shooting to get us like that first week. That's my the tip-off week. I'd like to be able to have that episode. The bonus episode, and that will be a long one. You think this one's been long? You ain't seen nothing yet. You ain't seen nothing yet. I was wearing my Johnny Cash shirt the other day. Okay. You know, I'm a big Johnny Cash guy. Got my sticker right there. I'm a fan. And this kid say, he reads it, he goes, Johnny Cash, the man black. Who is that? Oh, heavens no. I mean, people, you gotta educate these children. Teach them some good music. I know they like this Blanco Brown and... Uh, hey, hey, Will Smith. Will Smith. Adam likes Will Smith from the 90s. And the 2000 uh, aughts. 20 aughts. The aught 19s. There's your, your Carly B's or Cardi's, I don't know. L- listen to it. Not not one of my favorites. There's, there's all these new groups, but uh, edu- educate the, the people on the classics. Hey, my kids know who they are. My kids listen to Tom Petty. In fact, I told he said his teacher plays guitarist. Hey, next time you're in there, request Free Fallen. There you go. See if you can bring up her lighter and she'll bring it across the, the sky. Not only that, but if you can find items from these people... It's worth money. They're it's all so worth money. money. Like it says, old groups are worth money. Oh, that's what I remember now. You brought it up. 
they were talking about something on the radio. Because I, I love kind of turning it into the radio now because I, I haven't done it for a long time. You get these different morning shows, and I was tuned into one, and they started talking about eBay. Oh, really? Yeah, they were just randomly talking about eBay, and I guess one of the hosts, she sells on eBay. She's got some really rare, unique, like, band shirts. And, like, the one, like, you can't even find it. I can't remember which group it was. It was, like, a kind of niche um, country singer, whomever. And it was something I hadn't heard of, and I know a lot about it. Anyways, she has people that contact her about buying it. Like, she had, like, Dirks Bentley contacting her so that they could buy T-shirts from her. Wow. So it was like, hey, that's what we talk that's about. Right, that's, that's where we go. That's what we do. And I'm just going to throw in that little plug. I know, I know, friend of the program, Brian, you got a lot of those you two shirts. Uh, that's other Brian. We got multiple Brian's. Yeah, other Brian. Not Brian in New York, Brian in Utah. Brian in Utah. That niche market for old... Um, T-shirts, like vintage bands, that's a big market. That's where I say, price them high. Because you were, you got it right, man. If hipsters in Brooklyn want to wear it, they'll be willing to pay for that's it. That's the secret. You go to uh, some of these bigger cities and you see what the what the hipsters are wearing. Because you go around here and you're like, no one's going to buy this item. No. But you're not selling it to people here. That's why you're picking it up here for cheap. They call it the World Wide Web. So you think it's some hipster, you know, in, in California and in L.A. or up out in Brooklyn or wherever you can wear this thing. If it is, you put it up for sale and you put it up for a high price because sometimes in their mind, if they see it for $30, they think, oh, that's not cool or whatever. Yeah. $300, oh, I need to have that. Gotta oh, I need have to have it. Gotta have it. So we were on this trip and this kid had these uh, octagon sunglasses. Yeah. And I said, where'd you get those? And he's like, oh, just down the store, down whatever. And I said, huh, okay. And then I saw his case, and it was a Ray-Ban case. I said, those Ray-Bans? They didn't look that great to me. Yeah. And I thought maybe you got some fake ones on somewhere you can get. Yeah, no, I went down the store, and I got them. I said, how much did you pay for those? Oh, it was $200. I said, you paid $200 for that? Yeah, but the cashier said they were his favorite ones. <laughs> I said, well, of course he did. <laughs> He said, well, I think they're cool. I said, you, whatever, that's your money, it's whatever. But that's what I'm saying. The kids, they have this mindset of, like, for whatever reason, it could be the same pair of shoes, right? Yep. And if one's two, $300, it's cool, it's the hip thing to do. If one's 50 that's for your dad. Or, you know. Three years ago, I hired my first employee, and we were randomly talking about things. And I was more long story. You know, it's three and a half years ago. And he started talking about these shoes. Called Yeezys. The Yeezy, yeah. This is three years ago. Oh, man, I said, uh, Yeezys? Oh, what, are, what are those? Oh, they're really cool shoes. I'm like, oh, okay, well, maybe if you had a good year, you know, well, maybe I'll get you a, a bonus and get you some shoes. Well, how much do these things run? Oh, like $1,000, $2,000. Hey, it better be a dang good year. Cause I'm you're, buying, you're not going to have that good of a year. I'm thinking maybe 100 bucks, but well, yeah, Yeezy shoes. Like, Well, if you can find them and sell a lot of people, that's what they're after. And that's what they said, and that's kind of where, where Gary's getting in the market. Gary V, your, your buddy. Um, Personal friend. The, the shoe market is getting to where everybody knows about it, and it's really hard because inventory is difficult to get. But cards, again, when you're ripping that wax, you've got a better opportunity. So that's what they're saying. They're saying there's going to be a shift in the market. Shift. That's, that's, uh, that's all speculation, but it's very possible. Hey, you know what? You know what else is speculation? Rumor and innuendos. That you'll be back next week. 
Oh, I hear that we might be a live bri- broadcast. Well, it's a broadcast. Broadcast. <laughs> a broadcast. Broadcast. I we're we're gonna do it. We're gonna do the the show next week from uh, the shop. Uh, well, is it gonna be audio quality? Is it gonna be loud? I'll make sure that we have the machines off. Okay. Well, I look forward to it. I look forward to it too. I have to go on site, do a little scouting, and then you can, you know, give some research. I'm going to dig through the, the rag box and say, you want to throw this away, I'll take it for you. Take this one off your hands, yeah, you're not going to want that one. And we're going to prove that you have things sitting around that you can make money on. Everybody does. And, and you know what? We're going to show you how. That's the purpose of the podcast. Purpose of the podcast. That's the value added. No. Well, what, what are those two things that are certain? Well, from what I learned earlier today is that uh, one thing that is for certain is going to be uh, taxes. And the other would be death piles and taxes. Well, you want some good food when you're not out in. The big yellow sign is your new best friend. They got waffles and bacon and coffee too, but an all-star breakfast comes with some room. Cause this ain't no Waffle Zoo, it ain't no Waffle Barn, it's a place a Waffle business run with style and charm. Save that rowdy biz for the other Waffle shops. Follow the rules or someone's calling the cops. Well, don't say Son, that shows some respect. Cause this ain't no waffle circus or a waffle asylum. You got problems with that, you better reconcile them. If you wanna be a drunken mess, do it at brunch. Cause this house has rules and there's a bunch. Well, no drinking, no drugging, don't show your behind. Don't feel no evil robots for enslaving mankind. No skeletons or zombies, cause Shoes, no knuckleheads. You want a status mother covered? Listen what I said. No shirt, no shoes, no knuckleheads. Woo! Waffle House, Waffle.